I mean, that sounds like a nice, like a nice time, a nice trip. I just learned about lions in Africa that are large. Yeah, can you, you imagine that lions are large? And you saw a zebra, would you freak out? I would. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> you were tripping and you saw a zebra I'd or some other cry. kind of striped animal? Probably cry. <laughs> yeah. I can't lie. I'd probably just cry. Real, real yeah. hard tears. I think you might cry if you saw a zebra or some other kind of patterned animal. Now, well, do you think that those would be? Do you think they'd be like tears of like fear or sadness or of joy <laughs> or a combination? Do you think you would? Well, like, I feel like I'd be I, scared. <laughs> I would be um, frightened by the consciousness of the creature because I would just want to stare at them, but then they'd move and be like, "Hey, man, stop staring at my ass." Dude, I feel like I would be caught in a trance of just like stare like like picture us like inches away from each other and like just dead staring into each other's eyes yes even though the eyes Been are there. basically on the side of their head so maybe i should probably get to like the side of them a little bit but <laughs> you take like, eyes out, it's just kind of good yeah right um i just feel like i i picture that with very like solemn like uh almost harp music in the background and just like a long moment and like you see like the 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 image slowly getting bigger and bigger at you that's how, that's how i picture staring at a zebra while tripping would be like that's exciting i like that your directorial brain is uh coming out in this scenario of staring at the zebra's butt that's literally how i picture it i picture it like the shots cutting back and forth between mine mine's mine's eye and the zebra's eye and it being of a a beautiful (laughs) moment that with no words after that and the next thing later would have no reference to it at all i just want to sit with a you know sit with something like something, something like that, and just kind of hum and hold its hoof or hand <laughs> and or hand. paw or creature, and we'll have a nice. It's appendage. Kind of nice time. It's appendage. <laughs> One of those things that comes out. The things that come outwards from oneself. Come from the center, which is the which is the center. The more malleable area. and uh, movable portions of a body. And let's start this podcast. And we've been going. Yeah, we've been going. I'm going to just play this (laughs) intro. It's the Who You Looking At podcast with Michael Macchiarella. And Ben Lewis. My mic was loud. I didn't like that. Oh, no. I always like you louder than I. People are going to be so upset. Because I'm a commanding (laughs) voice, and I don't like that. And I'm not a commanding voice. I'm kind of a subtle tone. I'm usually a subtle tone, but in comparison to you, uh, that's out. (laughs) That's out. (laughs) That's that's out. It's out of my questions. Um, yeah, Mike, I have my story to tell you that I think is going to be nice, a nice warm and fuzzy feeling that you'll feel all around. That's what we all need right now. It's about the 15th. An- <laughs> it's about the 15th annual hot dog. Nathan's hot dog eating contest. Oh, I heard about it, ben, but I want to hear it from your words. I heard what happened. So first of all, let me just say I'm. <laughs> I'm uh, <laughs> let me just say, first of all, I'm shocked that Joey Chestnut's only 38. I feel like he's like 50 at this point. <laughs> he's degrading as a human being because of his actions. Oh, for sure. Like, I remember when I used to watch him as a kid, and we would be shocked because, granted, one, we're watching a guy shove 80 hot dogs down his gullet in 10 minutes. And two, he looked like he was like 90 pounds and like... You know, yeah. an average height of like five eleven or five. Like they don't really, they don't really like eat the hot dogs. They just put them in their body and then later expunge <laughs> they them. They just put like, them in there. <laughs> they, they, it's really a stuffing competition. It is, and then you, and then you throw it all up later. No, so like, I don't really. I don't think so. You don't think so? They don't. I, think he eats, no, I mean, you think he, not all of them, but I'm, I'm sure some do. Who knows what? I don't know what they do in their private lives, and maybe I don't know Joey Chestnut all that much. But he's said an inter- like he just feels like shit afterwards. You just have to wait it out. Like uh, you have to like you can't eat for like 
I don't like 36 hours after that because your body is taking all that time to process what you just shoved in your fucking body. Yeah. Usually I think they take, um, and I don't know if this is like legal, like not legal, but like legal in terms of the rules of competitive eating, but I'm pretty (laughs) sure like some people even are like, they have like this little, like, I guess like a digestive thing that they'll take beforehand so that it like builds up those, I'm going to use enzymes because I don't know what else to use, but if that's a true word that might mean something that I'm saying, yes. Um, And like stirs up all the uh, grumbles and bubbles inside to make it go down a lot, make it process, you know? Gut health health is really important. And, you know, it's important to properly, uh, uh, you know, facilitate a nice healthy environment in your uh gut ecosystem environment and, and that's what this putting is 63 exactly hot dogs in your body at 10 minutes does <laughs> exactly, exactly um but no so i'm sure probably by now everyone's really heard of this but uh the the 15th annual nathan's hot dog eating contest was like a few days ago and protesters of which now i know because i've like read into it but at the time i don't know what the fuck they're even protesting uh, they walk in with, like, Darth Vader masks and, like, Stormtrooper masks and are holding signs that mean nothing to me. That mean absolutely nothing. Um, what were they saying? It, the, okay, so the one main guy that this is about had uh, his poster says, Expose Smithfield Death Star. Yeah, I don't know what the hell that means. So apparently Smithfield is the company that uh, provides, like, a lot of, like, large processed meats and like are inhumane in that regard which i'm like okay cool i i get it now but maybe if you're doing this on like a televised event that not everyone would understand what you're doing make it a little bit clearer like well they want they want to be specific because they want people to specifically burn down that farm no that's not the problem though how many people actually know about this fuck like i could mention this to 10 people and maybe one of the 10 people knows what the fuck smithfield because i didn't know what the fuck it was they should have in their group had more specific more general signs and more specific signs so you're like oh okay that specific place is doing this x y and z yeah yeah and if you look at the signs they're not big so maybe that's what like they just didn't have enough space on the print you know they couldn't (laughs) they have to be as hyper specific as possible and if they made the the font any smaller no one could even read it so you know i think they chose whatever they thought anyway and also the star wars thing with it like kind of also takes away from the fact that you're trying to approach like you're i'm distracted now because you're wearing a fucking darth vader mask that's also for a two-year-old because it doesn't fit your face. Yeah, I'm just kind of confused how it fits into the into the messaging. If it does I get at all, they're because they're calling Smithfield a Death Star for all animals that they kill and butcher. That's I guess their correlation, but it's not really. That's kind of a stretch. Yeah, it seems it just seems like they were trying <laughs> to get noticed, which they did, and so he busts in there and elbow, and of course, like right in front and center where Joey Chestnut is because that's where he's always positioned being like who he is elbows him out of the way to hold the sign up. He looks shocked for like a second and then like a, like a mama bear trying to keep her food away from this predator for her children. Just mama bear. Cause that puts Joey Chestnut in a good light. He chokes this man out. <laughs> no, that's how he described it. Like he, not even bear, maybe, but he he described it as like you coming into a cornered animal as they're eating and like fucking oh, with yeah. them. That's how he like described it personally, I think. And he just totally. choked this kid out and threw him on the ground. Now this kid is twenty one years old, not an old <laughs> okay. guy. Um, and still Joey, an adult human being. Yes, and Joey Chestnut has come out and been like, I regret what I did, but also. You know, like, I'm not I'm not going to say it was right. It definitely wasn't, and I overreacted. But, like, just keeping in perspective, this is something I trained for my entire year, and it's one day, and you fuck up, like, you fuck with me in this thing. Like, he was like, if he was behind me and never, like, because there were other people on that protest. If he was mm. behind me and didn't elbow me out of the way and try to, like, do some shit, nothing would have happened. They would have probably been escorted off by, like, regular security, but that's it. Um, right. Not like I'm condoning this at all, because obviously it's awful and you shouldn't have done that anyway. Um, <laughs> but uh, that's how he was talking about it. And 
if you see the still in this, I'm like the rage in Joey Chestnut's face <laughs> I know. is it's, unreal. It's insane. He really does like he wants to murder this person, but it really is. It's a very primal reaction. It is, and then the guy next to him who's also eating, like it literally looks like a scene that if you were like in the like fucking like savannah like this is what's going on in the landscape because the guy next to him is just like eating his own food but he's like looking over like shocked but also like i am also doing my thing here so let me just keep doing this but that's weird what's going on over there <laughs> did it hurt mr chestnut's experience at all in, no, the, in I mean, the sense of him being able to eat hot dogs it honestly i'm gonna be fair with you it might have he is also getting up there in age like even though i know 38 i thought was just much younger than he was but that's still old to be eating in that capacity uh but <laughs> he won he still won by a margin of like 15 and a half hot dogs um, what the hell he always has a landslide victory. He wins every time. What the fuck? Um, but, How does this man go slow down glizzies, man? But he, I know, right? Uh, <laughs> but he did not reach his uh, record. He didn't even come close to his record. He got 63 in 10 minutes. Has he been feeling close to his record consistently since? I, he got the record in 2019, I want to say. Um, and it was 76. Okay. Damn. 76 That's hot dogs in hot 10 dogs. minutes and like i've seen a di like not even not a diagram a like a physical um like representation of a stomach of what it looks like and this guy using like a plunger to just like shove the hot dogs down to show how much your like their stomach expands and it's insane like it looks like the most unhealthy thing you could ever possibly do to your body yeah i mean i I had to have a moment to myself to not throw up on my computer screen. Just imagining it, you know. Yeah, it's not good to watch, but also I grew up watching this, so I'm kind of fine with it. And I think it's like, I mean, I actually was like a huge Joey Chestnut fan. Like, that was like my family's like thing. Like, I would be at my cousin's house watching Joey Chestnut with my cousin who introduced me to the whole thing of it. And I was like, this is great. I love you and I love your family, but that's a very Lewis family tradition to and you know what? And enjoy. It's it's not even. It's a Hefner experience because that's my cousin's side. It's literally <laughs> like we're sitting in front of their fucking TV with like thirteen people around us, all of which are not like my direct family, but like the family that married into the family, right. and so like they're like my cousins and aunts and uncles, but like not really exactly, and mm -hmm. um all just watching, you know, eight people, you know, shove hot dogs in their face. Yeah. I mean, I'm happy. For, I, I don't even think I was allowed to. I don't think I would have had a, a really big interest in it personally, but uh -huh. I think my mom specifically was like, I don't want to watch this hot dog show. I can imagine. <laughs> I can, I, I think I can. You know that. my mother well. My mom she didn't want to either. Watches. My mom really yeah. hates it. She hates watching people eat. <laughs> Yeah, I just don't. And that's not I even really... eating. That's just. That's just. <laughs> it's stuffing. It really is. It it's is. Stuffing. Yeah, it is stuffing. Um, I don't really get it, but I mean, I'm excited for him. I hope he's, you know, well paid for this experience, so he doesn't even have to work for the rest of the year. Oh, I mean, I think he makes a good living off of just promotions, and like he does YouTube and stuff too. Oh, okay. They does all... he do tutorial videos? No, like, he'll just do food challenge video. Like, they all transition to that. Like, Matt Stoney, who's, like, the other, like, really big competitive eater um, and has beaten Joey Chestnut numerous times, uh, he just does YouTube stuff. I mean, I'm sure he has background businesses and all this other shit, but, like, they both just do YouTube, yeah. and I'm sure they make a good amount. I mean, even though they don't pay, like, YouTube doesn't pay well, I'm sure they make some something decent from that. Yeah, but he's like a he's like a household name. I mean, he could sell merch if people are interested in it. Well, it's a household name. I'm sure he has some kind of merch, but like also, it's not a household name to the point where you're like, oh, he's making big fucking money. Like you know, yeah, like he's probably but, doing like um, like 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 marketing things for people. He's probably like being spokesman for things. Pepto Bismol, I'm sure, is a part of that. <laughs> <laughs> is it really? Oh, I think, he, I think a... he's actually legitimately sponsored by Pepto-Bismol. That's so funny. Yeah. I mean, you know, more power, to, more power to him if he could do what you love in this world. He might as well do it, you know. 
don't to know. the fullest capacity. It's like, how do you even find out you like that? You know, that you, you're just like, I can eat, yeah. I can eat real good. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's so weird, but I don't, I don't know. It's a strange experience. Yeah, Mike. But, uh, how you been? I've been weird, man. I don't know if I've said this on a podcast though. Like I've talked about, um, my recent, uh, loss of my aunt. Yes. Did you I have, say this on the podcast? You have not. I have not. Okay. Well, I've said I have expressed how she's been sick and yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but she sadly passed away. But I also started a job, <laughs> which yeah. has been pretty good. Uh, you know, and, and so there's it's been a whiplash kind of week. Uh, two weeks as we because we skipped last week, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm in a haze. I don't really know what's going on. Neither do I. But my dopamine levels are kind of being thrashed yeah, up and down. It's kind of like <laughs> it's kind of like let me let me bring you at a very very low point, and then oh, but here's a job. <laughs> here's, here's... Well, yeah, I'm like I'm I'm at my highest point I've been in six months, but also one of my lowest points. <laughs> so I'm kind of going up and down. Which, you know, um, if you look look back out on that, it may be better than having not the job and just being even lower. Oh, yeah. No, I, I'm not complaining. I mean, I don't know. I'm very – the way that she passed away was the best possible. If she had to pass away, she passed away painless, surrounded by family. I can't complain yeah, about it. Exactly. In a, yeah. in a home, like in her home. That's, that's like not not real key, not in a hospital or some other nursing institution or something. I like, didn't know that she was actually just like in her home. That's nice. Yeah, so she has or she had cancer and um, she was in a hospital for six weeks, like a like a very intense hospital situation. Mm-hmm. I I don't know the names of them. I forget. Yeah, yeah. Um, intensive care or whatever. Uh, and she was in there for six weeks, and then they moved her to like a nursing facility. They would just like monitor her, and then she decided, "I'm done with treatments. This isn't going to work out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just want to be at peace with my family and just talk things out." Which before is ultimately I go. like the best, probably thing. Like when you are at that point where you're like, "Look, I'd rather it." Like I, it can see like as sad as it is, like I can see an inevitability in this, and I don't mm-hmm. want to spend that last those times surrounded in this hospital like with whatever like let me go home and like just do like be the family and everything yeah yeah so i and thankfully she got a surgery because she she wasn't able to speak for a while yeah um but she got that surgery that so she was able to speak for the past month which is amazing yeah um and so she was able to like call people and like tell them that she loved them and like be like I'm giving you this and I'm like I don't <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> I'm like okay that's like not apparently, what I'm concerned about <laughs> apparently I'm getting all of her art supplies that she has and oh, all of her pots and pans that's nice I don't need her pots and pots pans, and pans. <laughs> I get to, to you Michael I give you my pots and my pans <laughs> exactly the things I'm like, that I cherish most of in my life but like my uncle Kevin's still with us like are we just am I just taking his pots and pans from his kitchen <laughs> <laughs> Not, like he still needs them. Like, yeah, exactly. I'm he's like, like what's wait, he gonna do? Mike, I know she gave you the pots and the pans. Can I have one pot <laughs> and one pan? I need I at need least one to cook my chicken, Mike. <laughs> I only have these pots. <laughs> Please don't make so, me go to Walmart and buy new ones. I know. I so I'm, I'm gonna have to talk to Kevin about it. Like, I feel bad. <laughs> hey, Kevin, are you cool with me taking these pots and pans? I'm pretty sure it's. Uh, I'm right. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's in the will. I'm, a, I'm owed these. I'm owed these. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so uh, the service is on Thursday. Today is uh, Sunday, but Sunday morning when we're recording this, so it's yeah. about a week away. See, that's... I'm going Is that just, home. like, scheduling thing? Like, is that was, like... Because I don't know how others, other, like within a jewish culture so like any death that we've had it's like the next day it's like it's like within the next day or two yeah i mean i don't know um i think it might have been a scheduling thing yeah all right right, yeah i don't know um thankfully everyone at my job 
you know, obviously I kind of expected that they were going to be nice and let me take the day off. Yeah. <laughs> but like, it is bereavement it, it, leave it, and all that. Yeah, yeah, totally. But I was like, hi, it is my second day here. Yeah, yeah. I need to take a day off. Uh, and so everyone was super nice, but which was expected, but also like nice to confirm. Um, yeah, that they're not like assholes about it. Like, oh, I guess. Yeah, it, yeah, exactly. Like, it had nothing. They were like, you don't have to make up any work. Like, just go be with your family, dude. Yeah, like, yeah. We're not, we're not assholes. <laughs> so that felt nice. Um, we're French, all right. We do things different. Here. I know. <laughs> I, <I'm more> French. <laughs> That's really how it feels, dude. It's kind of crazy. I feel insane. <laughs> They have a work-life balance culture. It's it's, it's fucked That's up. That's nice. It's normal. <laughs> it should be how the normal is. Yeah. Um. I want to, which I want to get back to that. Yeah, but, yeah. Um. My. It's on a Thursday, like during the middle of the day. So like, I really had to take the day off. Yeah, yeah. Um, of course. So. And actually, I will. I will be. Where is it? It's what? back in Jersey. Back it's in, in like New Brunswick. Okay, because I'll be in Jersey as well. Okay. Too. I mean, yeah, I, I um, I'll be back from Thursday to probably Sunday morning or Sunday afternoon. I won't be back that much because uh, Perry is gonna be here. Perry's gonna be in the city. Oh yeah, we're seeing Dead. Ah oh, shit, man. bad timing. Yeah. Well, if he's back in the, if he's back in the, his home, his he'll parents' be, place. He'll be staying with me in Brooklyn. Okay, the whole time. Well, not the whole time. I don't know how long he's back for, but for that day, like, for, so for the the 15th and the 16th are the concerts, and we're going to both of them, I think. Okay. Um, what so, days of the week is that? Sa- it's Friday and Saturday. Okay. Um, well, so, like, Thursday, yeah, and see. that's why Thursday I have a doctor's appointment, so I have PTO leave, which I, of course, I just had to use my PTO, you know. Yeah. Would be... Um, but uh so i'll be back in jersey doing whatever i might try to get some filming done too with mendez and see if he can do something but um i know you'll be very busy probably with like everything obviously but if you uh if you need me and your comfort in your arms i'll be there (laughs) well i'll be very busy thursday maybe something on friday if you're still around um but i don't know i might have to leave thursday night just because I don't even know what time the concert is. We don't even have our tickets yet. I'll be honest with you. We don't have anything. Oh, okay. But we we will be. And I, I know it's going to be later in the day, but, you know. You're physically going to the stadium two days. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> Whether or not you get I in. I don't know when Perry's arriving here also. So, like, I don't know if he would want to, like, if on if he wants to stay the night on on Thursday night. So that if I was in Jersey, we go back. I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't really fucking matter. This is off topic. Perry's, Perry, I love him to death. He's obviously one of our closest friends. Yeah. But his ability to not plan anything and just live and have love, an experience. I love it. I love it too, but it gives me so much anxiety. I, yeah, <laughs> I'm in between on it because you. I think you and I think very similarly. But I have to have it. At least something planned. Like, I'm good with winging certain things, but I need to have a rough outline at the very least. Like, I have to be like, okay, what time are you here? And yeah, I'm very comfortable with like the plan completely falling apart. And because we've chosen certain things and gone in different directions, but to go into a situation and not have any clues going on, like to travel, you know, five hours away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By plane. And to show up in New York City and not be certain if you're actually going to this concert that you spent money to get to. Oh, I'll tell you exactly, um, exactly <laughs> the word for word. This is the conversation that him and I had that is will match up perfectly to the, everything you're saying right now. Um, I just texted him, or he texted because I think Nick and Mendez were supposed to come with or something like that. We have no idea if that's actually or no, no, Nick and Tommy. Are supposed to come with but he just texted okay. us um he's like oh like uh you know what's um you know are you guys still down to do this are you guys going both days one day and i was like oh i'm doing this blah 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 and uh and of course like after this whole thing of planning i'm like oh you're able to like stay at my place um if you wanted to as well like you like you can stay with me if you want 
And he's like, word, uh, let's see. Yeah, so I looked, uh, what is it? And thank you, brother. I was meaning to ask you, but completely forgot. I would love that. I'm like, <laughs> so <laughs> unless I like, you would probably ask me as you arrive, like, also, by the way, can I stay the night? And I know he wouldn't care if I said no. And he would probably just like, okay, then I'll just go back to Jersey. But like, that's part of like, he just, he just flies in and he's like, okay, what's happening? Well, yeah. I mean, you know, I get that to a certain extent. It's like, I don't know. I, I, I do. I would appreciate the, the call to say, hey, can I, can I plan to have, you know, just in case like, I was going to say, have I, I don't care either way. I, and like, I kind of went under the assumption that he would be coming here anyway and staying the night just for ease of it. I just think it's so funny. Like personally, like me, if I was Perry coming to New York for whatever time, I would have been like, hey, by the way, can I just stay with you? Like, because I personally need to know ahead of time that that's all right versus finding out when I get there and then being like, okay, now I got to take a go home. Yeah. I don't know, man. I hope you guys have a fun time. Oh, I mean, I'm kind of bummed that I, I won't be here, but we, it's okay. Hey, we will. Uh-oh. Tell me about that after the podcast. There's a lot of squeaking going on in this chair when I lean back. Makes me feel sad. I put in my to-do list today uh, for so I have this book. It's really crazy. Speaking of planning, look at my to-do list. Whoa, that's <laughs> wild. Isn't this nice though? It's, it's a cool. good book. Let me see. Is it Moleskin? No, it is. Uh, let me let me find it for you. It is Clever Fox Weekly Planners. Okay. I'm almost convinced that my girlfriend has um, invested in the company because she owns almost every type of planner they own, they have. It they sounds produce. like her. <laughs> sounds like something she'd do. Yep. Um, but for my uh, either Christmas or my birthday, I can't. I can't remember. Um, she got me one, and I use it every day. But it breaks it down into like each day. Mm-hmm. And then there's the sections for habits and skills. Okay. So there I put I put like meditating and doing Duolingo and stuff like that. But there's also a section for like this week's goal. Ooh. And I wrote that if I complete all of my habits and skills every day, I would be able to buy a new desk chair for back home. Okay. Not back home, in my apartment. Mm-hmm. Um, because I am working from home again, mm-hmm. which on and off. Um, and so I thought that would be a good investment for my body potentially. Yeah. I, it sounds maybe it'd be better for, maybe it'd be better for me and my health, <laughs> Mike. but I keep fucking it up. I keep <laughs> not doing it. And so I'm like, I can't buy the chair. That's, that's actually like pretty justifiable means. And also it sounds like this journal was just, or this like planner was just made for you. Like, why does this, like the description of it, of like goals for this week, or, like just the sections that it's broken down into, I'm like, did you make this, Mike? Because it sounds <laughs> like this is yours. <laughs> I had a very similar system. And I think I introduced that system to Caroline and then she was like, oh, I found this journal that does the system. That, that literally like, okay. is what you were doing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it's like a produced leather bound journal thing. Yeah, I so kind it's of. Nice. I, I think I might want to try one of those. What are they? Probably like thirty uh, bucks. <laughs> I highly recommend them. Um, I mean, they last. They're supposed to last a year. I need more organization least. in my life. They're really great, then, and they give you a good and. Indi- what I like about it is, like, when I made to do lists before, I had like a daily to do list. Yeah. But what's cool about this is I get to see my entire week's daily to-do lists all at once okay is that it's, so it's so, one week per page one well there's like there's different sections in the book so like this is a this is what a week looks like okay and then there's a there's a month calendar section oh okay and then at the very back there's just like sketching paper which i usually use for like taking notes during meetings or like doing budget stuff for like creative stuff um, but yeah, it's usually the, the week stuff is like the main part of the journal. Hold on. Give me the name of that again. I'm fucking getting this. Here we go. Here's a commercial for Clever Fox Weekly Planner. Clever Fox Weekly Planner. I think this, it, it, there's certain sections of it where it's like very, um, 
like you can vi- you could do a vision board okay. and you could do uh like your goals in different sections of your life like in he- your health goals your business goals your friends and family goals okay um those sections are very much like you get what you put into it kind of deal but i usually use it and i sh- i should probably go through that that'd be nice that'd be a nice practice but i really use it daily with like the to-do list stuff um and it's just it's just good to see everything all at once because not only does it give you a greater idea of what you have to do um and how to realistically accomplish those things it also shows you how much you've accomplished in a week you know in a very like physical way which i think is really um increases the dopamine levels absolutely you know well, to I, see all those checked boxes, all those filled in things. That's what it is for me. Like I yeah. guarantee, like I was actually just thinking that was like something, it's like the same thing for me that the effect of a physical book has versus an ebook, because like mm-hmm. the physical book, you physically close that book when you're done it with it. Like you get, you can see the progress and how many pages you have already read and how many you have left. And once you end it, it's so like satisfying to close it and be like, I've done this. Versus the ebook, which it's not as easy for you to, like, you know, physically feel and like it weird. It makes it weird. Same thing with this. When you see that, when you're physically checking off a thing that you've done that day, it literally gives you dopamine. Like it literally like increased oh, yeah. like serotonin and all that other shit. And you're like, okay, that was great. Let me go to the next one. Yeah, and when I was doing my own system, I'd fill up like a normal notebook page. The one I have here is just like sketching paper now, like yeah. quick, quick ideas and stuff. But like what I used to do was just have like a long list every single day. And if that list looked empty, then I felt like, oh, I wasted my time. Mm-hmm. I did a bad job. But now with this system, it's cool because like Friday, yesterday, I want to do my laundry and I did my laundry, but I didn't fold it yet. So I didn't check it off. But now I could just immediately bring it to sunday be like oh i have to fold my laundry and so like i can kind of retrospectively go back and be like oh okay here's what i missed in the week yeah yeah and i can fill that in if it's something i can do you know and can make up for the lack of like having done it productivity whatever it is like yeah yeah and there's not enough space to go into detail but like if i because like now that i'm working again i have like kind of sub lists of like okay here's the work i need to do for today's work mm-hmm. <laughs> for today's job um which has a lot of like different beats i have to hit for stuff but like if i have a meeting at 10 o'clock i just write that in you know like it's not it's kind of nice yeah no yeah i think um as well i can just see you already being like okay here's my weekly plan of everything i need to get done here's my plan for job and here is what job need from me yeah and i'm like People, I've talked to people about this a lot where it's like um, about like budgeting and about like um, planning and stuff like that. It's to me, to a lot of other people, it's like a very stressful experience to think about that stuff and to do it. But to me, that's like such a stress relieving experience to be like, I have a greater idea of where I'm going. So I'm not as, I, I mean, I guess I'm just, I have anticipatory anxiety. Mm-hmm. So, like, to me, not knowing kind of what at least the next step looks like yeah. or, like, what my options are um, is very anxiety-inducing to me. So, like, having a general idea of what um, is about to happen, not in, like, a very concrete or clear way, but just, like, a having a, a rough idea of what my options are in the moment is a really cool thing. I think that and this similarly helped, This has that. helped with that. Yeah. This has helped with that a lot. Like, I, um, I mean, I know, I think the difference between that is, like, you and I would see that and be like, okay, I'm happier with this because I know I haven't mapped out what I need to do today, and this is this is the guideline to that. Other people that, let's say, like, you're thinking, like, that don't like that probably think about it in the way of, like, oh, my God, I have to do all of this shit, and they get overwhelmed by looking at all of it versus me work. I'm looking at all of it, but I like it because it organizes it for me. So, like, I'm like, I, yeah. regardless, I have to get this done. And having it on paper doesn't change it 
from mm-hmm. having it in my mind. It just helps me like actually know what I'm doing today. Right. Yeah, it's a really good. It, and like, you know, some weeks I'm really good at like filling it out, being very meticulous and stuff like that. And some weeks are not. It's not important, especially when I didn't have a job and I was just like kind of bumming around. Yeah. Well, I wasn't bumming around, but you know what I mean. Like now that you have structure. So, so now that I have some like forced structure in my life it's even more convenient to have this because i'm like oh it's all i have to do this week yeah. like i felt kind of weird now that i have this job where I, I was like i worked nine to five and then i went home now i have nothing i don't have to do anything else like yeah <laughs> like i know i could do stuff but i don't have to do anything like that and if i want to take a break i've earned that break today yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you've actually you know, done your yeah, yeah. I got you. Because I've because I've worked a day's work, uh-huh. and so that that's a huge that's a huge stress reliever. That is, that um, I, I I understand the relief that that brings in that time. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Mike, Babe, yes, I have something I just wanted to share with you, and I want okay. your, I want your thoughts. Give me all of okay. them. Okay. Uh, so. It's a series of Instagram posts uh, done by this one account that is irrelevant. doesn't matter what account it is. Uh, if I can find it. Because, holy shit, I wish I can. I hope I can. This is... No. Oh, fuck. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh. I'm, pre- I'm prepared. You're, you're you're prepared. I'm not. Uh, I'm prepared for this information that you're gonna give me. I hope it's worth it because I thought they were really funny, and now I'm not even able to find what what it was. <laughs> I didn't think it was this far back. <gasps> I didn't think it was going to be this hard. Oh, Ben. Oh, no, no, no. Can I fill space with some with something? I'm just going to... Uh, I'm literally just going to cut it. I'm just going to cut it because... Don't cut it. I have to. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not going to cut it from the... I'm going to cut all the silence out. What the fuck? Okay. There's no way that it's just not here anymore. How do you find your like saved things on on Instagram? Like when you save a post? Oh, um go into So when you're in Instagram. I'm not I don't, I don't have the app, so like Oh. Then I don't know how you do that. <laughs> Cuz if you had the app, you go to the options over here. And that comes up. Wait, go to wait. wait go, to, go back to that. I I couldn't see you. Yeah, I know that. So you're here, right? Go to the corner here with oh, the okay. with the lines. I have to go. And then once you get there, it should be in the middle. It's a save. I got it. I got it. Okay. There and I go. have it. And I have it here. All right. So listen to this. So these Jesus fucking Christ that took way too long. We're gonna cut all this out. We're yeah. done with this podcast. These the are podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this is all done. Actually, we're gonna end it right here. Uh, thanks for listening. <laughs> thank you, thank you. So this is a uh, a Instagram account, and they just post like usually like shoe things, clothing things, like various like pop culture stuff. And um, in this particular one, it was a series of Kanye West uh, tweets from over the years. All right. So I just want your thoughts on some of these. This one is okay. from this one is from April 2014. Sometimes I push the door close sometimes I push the door close button on people running towards the elevator. I just need my own elevator sometimes, my sanctuary. <laughs> I do that. There's one. Do you not do that too? I mean, sometimes. I can't, I can't say I don't feel that ever because that's definitely yeah. I do that most times. Um yeah. Maybe that's me. Maybe no, I'm an asshole. No, I get it. I mean, I try not to be an asshole, but also I don't want people <laughs> in an elevator. So I'm with you on that. Yeah. Um, This one is from, oh, it doesn't even say a date. Anyway, 
I need a room full of mirrors so I can be surrounded by winners. <laughs> this is like oh this is like all stages of Kanye too because I'm seeing changes in his profile pics and like this one's real old and then this one was maybe like this one I'm about to tell you is like maybe 2019. Okay. I leave my emojis Bart Simpson color. Okay. Um it's just kind of racially ambiguous. Yep. I have to dress Kim every day so she doesn't embarrass me. He tweeted this. Like, these are things that he just posts to the public for everyone to just see. Yeah, that's a sexism. And I wonder why they're getting it or why they got a divorce. Yeah. Um, It's 1 a.m. and I can't stop thinking about myself. I don't, like, it's so weird to me that he's just so unapologetically a narcissist because, like, and and people are into it. I don't know why people are so into it because he's so clearly, like, (laughs) an asshole like i get he's talented but you could still be a talented asshole (laughs) like i'm gonna be honest i don't think you could be of his caliber of talent without being that crazy like he's insane i think there's some element of being a crazy person and having the weirdest thoughts that make you into a great artist of some kind i sure hope not i see that in a i mean i'm not saying 100 percent of the time but i see that in a lot of a lot. I mean, yeah, no, you know it, how crazy certain, like, not even some absolutely. famous people, but, like, the most famous people all have very weird things about them. Like, Elon Musk, right, is yeah, another example, weirdo. but in a different way. Like, he's not a Kanye weird, but he's weird. Like, this man has, what, seven children, eight children now with, like, weird, like, he, like, talks, uh, like, all this stuff, and then, like, goes out partying but like when you see him in a conversation it seems like he just doesn't know like how to function like yeah like he i mean it's obviously his brain process like he talks in a way where you can clearly tell he's thinking very hard about his answers and stuff and i'm not saying that in a bad way but like there's just there's something he's just a strange guy he's like so smart and he does things just for the hell of it he'll put a point on a rocket because he can not because it actually helps with the 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 whole like rocket itself like he was like actually it made it slightly worse nothing not like marginally like nothing bad but it made it worse but i wanted the point or let me produce 250 flamethrowers because i can yeah i don't know i mean i'm i'm kind of interested to see like if well i mean this this is a well-known fact but like people like that personality type who don't have a lot of money and power are normally totally fine mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> because they are because their ego is checked by their ability to do what they want to do or what they perceive to be able to do but if you have the ego where if you have such an unbelievable ego that you think i can do whatever the fuck i want to do like no one can stop me yeah and you have billions of dollars <laughs> and, and, and that you probably like can. the smarts to back it up too like you like he's a yeah. fucking genius in in many regards yeah i mean and like and that's not and in the same way that like i don't when i'm bad whenever i bash on like people like kanye or something like i'm not saying he's not talented or that his works oh no yeah all. yeah of course i'm saying he's an asshole yeah like i'm saying he's just not a good those person. aren't yeah those aren't mutually <laughs> exclusive you can be an asshole and be good at yeah what you do. exactly like, and like and elon musk is a genius don't get me wrong uh-huh. like and same so is jeff bezos and so is all those people but they're terrible people yeah I mean, they're all they're all kind <laughs> of bad in some regard <laughs> um, yeah so like obviously it's not the same level of like horrible like it's all jeff yeah. bezos over here <laughs> it's all in different <laughs> things you know it's all yeah. different fields um for sure but uh to, to continue this this is one of my favorite ones he did man dot 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 Ninjas are kind of cool, dot, dot, dot. I just don't know any personally. I mean, yeah. I mean, why would you? They're secret. Um, you can't know about oh, secret things. I hope that you'll, uh, you might relate to this one. Sometimes I get emotional <laughs> over fonts. Tell everyone at the label only use Gothic or Helvetic fonts for email blasts unless otherwise approved. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah. I, I mean, you know, there are certain fonts that really push me over the edge. I thought, 
I had a sincere thought when I got my, <laughs> and I didn't do it. I really, mm-hmm. I really regret doing it, but I was worried like, Hey man, you just got this job. Don't, don't play around. <laughs> but I thought, um, when I was sending in my email, when I was like signing all my forms and stuff, mm-hmm. I was doing it digitally. So I had to like pick a font. And so I was looking for like more scripted fonts to match like a hand signature to kind of make more sense for the context or whatever. Yeah. And um, because the PDF wasn't working, whatever, it doesn't matter. But I sincerely thought, should I use Comic Sans? <laughs> would they notice or would they care? Probably not. <laughs> And if they did want to know this, would they respect me for being an asshole about it? Or would they specifically think that I was a bad graphic designer? Like that's, that's a ballsy move with that font. It's a ballsy move. You might, you might be fine here. <laughs> you, may, you make or break your career through one font. Exactly, for like signing a document. Um, <laughs> so then here, just to, just to rattle off a few more. Um, if I got any cooler, I would freeze to death. Um. Have you ever thought you were in love with someone, but then realized you were just staring in a mirror for 20 minutes? Um, yeah, that was the last one. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, we all know the tale of Narcissus. Do you not know the tale? The what? The tale? The tale of Narcissus. I didn't know Narcissus had a tale. I Narcissus didn't know she, is a, how long it's is a it? Greek, it's, a, it's quick, I'll tell it. No, how long is uh, the tale? Uh-oh. Like we talking nice, five feet here? That was that was one of those nice jokes. We talking about um, like nine. Do you know who Narcissus is? No. He's a Greek. It's from a Greek story. The character was so beautiful. Was so beautiful. This is where we get the word narcissism from. Okay. Um, and he was so beautiful. Everyone loved him. Everyone was obsessed with him. Even the gods. Yes. But he he, he was so um the kind of like flippant. Like he didn't care that people liked him. Okay, because he looked in the he looked in like a pool of water, like in a pond, mm-hmm. at himself, and he thought it's the most beautiful person in the world. <laughs> okay, so he went to go make out with that person and so, drown. So he didn't know, and what... that's why, and that's the tale of Narcissus. So what you're telling me is this is a story of a man who knows not of reflection. This is a man who thought a reflection was a, was a nice. You're telling me a person. story of a man of low intellect that doesn't know what a reflection is. Is what you're really telling me? <laughs> no, he didn't care. He thought he was so overcome with passion oh, for, himself for himself. Okay, that he drowned. Hmm. Um, and I think that's where he. That's I think that's where Kanye West is going. <laughs> if he hasn't been his, there, his already. reflection is uh his his tweets. Yeah, I mean you know. I'm, you know, I'm just, there are certain people, like, I'm not really worried about it. It's mm-hmm. not something that I think about too much, because like, I'm not a comic Well, fan. yeah, it like, doesn't I listen matter. to his stuff sometimes, but, like, I don't really listen to it sometimes. Like, I've listened to it. Um, but, like, I don't know. I just don't like him as a person. Like, I gave him a chance. Like, I watched, like, two extensive interviews, like, two, like, hour to two hour long interviews with him. Yeah. And I was just like, I don't care about what he's done. I just don't like him yeah, yeah. as a person. And, you know, the same could be said for, like, you know, to bring it to, like, a less contemporary thing. Like, Picasso was one of the most important painters of all time. But he was an, he was an absolute awesome horrible person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, so, like, there is, there is that in the creative and uh, personality type. Let me just assure you, know? you, you don't have to like him. So that's where the word. Oh yeah, totally. I, you know, <laughs> I don't feel pressured to like him at all. But uh, but will I roll my eyes when all my friends are like, "Oh my God, Supreme did this, this, this." I'm like, "You fucking dumbass." Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You dumb, you dumb bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you dumb ass. I'll say that to you. I'll say that to Perry. I don't give a fuck. I'll say it to hey, him. Harry's says. more of the Supreme person. All right. I know. That's why I said his name and not somebody else. Exactly. Not, not other people. Oh. Um. Yeah, dude, like, I don't know. I'm just, I think there's also, there is a certain level of ego that's required to do creative work mm-hmm. as your full-time gig, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> but there's also a certain level of ego to be like, I have discovered something that people should know. 
or I have done something that people should experience, Mm -hmm. you know, like there's a certain level of like that, that mentality is inherently problematic if left on, if left unchecked. I don't think it's, it's not, it's important because sometimes you do discover something that people haven't understood, like haven't gone to, Mm -hmm. or maybe you are trying to reiterate something that's important that people have really kind of lost. I, I think that's really important as a society to like still have that even though it comes from a place of ego but it's kind of interesting the only problematic version is people who aren't left unchecked yeah yeah. who are who are respected to a point where they're beyond criticism where where they're Um, looked at as fucking gods like they're praised yeah they're they're worth right and like i don't i don't know i haven't listened to it too much but the only real rapper who I consistently listen to is Kendrick. I know that. And that was kind of a really big point of this most recent project. Mm-hmm. I don't know the I don't know the, like how people are reacting to this new project at all. Um You mean his new album? His new album, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um but a lot of like him combating his ego mm-hmm. and being like, I am not like dealing with a savior complex and stuff like that. Yeah. Um was a huge part of that album. So, I mean, I think I, he's doing it right by checking himself or having people in his life who are checking him to be like, "Oh, hey, I don't, I don't know this, but this is kind of what I gathered from the songs and stuff." Um, whereas, like someone like Kanye is just consistently removed. Well, and so he's sorry. I mean, go ahead. He's just he's always removed. He is, and then like he's also. I think it's because of through history of his life has proven time and time again that everything he does works. And, like, people will initially have polarizing ideas about it and be like, this is awful, this is dumb. Like, and then every single time, without fail, it succeeds and surpasses what probably he even thought it would do. And that's what fuels his ego and more than just people worshiping him because he has done many things that people are like, okay, what's going on here? Like mm-hmm. even from big things to small things with his clothing where like no one wanted to back him on it. And he ended up going bankrupt trying to make this shoe and clothing thing work. And no one liked the, sh- the designs of them. No one, everyone hated it. And as soon as they came out, Boom. Fucking everyone bought them. Everyone wants them. They were the biggest thing in shoe culture since, like, the Jordan 1. Like, they were massive. And so he proved them wrong there. But then you also have, like, the TMZ interview where he basically said that slavery was a choice. <laughs> like, yeah. like, and you're like, okay, man, you that's a weird comment to come from anyone. Yeah. Why would you say that? <laughs> like, um, yeah. And then everyone just kind of overlooks it, like, well, you know, it's Kanye. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's so bizarre. He's like yeah, the one know. person that just gets away with saying whatever shit he wants because everyone just passes it off as Kanye being Kanye because he's he's proven himself to be so insane with everything he says that nothing he says is ever insane anymore. Yeah, but that's a problem. I mean, it that's, is. That's, it is a, a that's a huge. Not to get too, we don't really get too political on this show, but that's a really big reason why Trump is so such a problematic figure, you Mm -hmm. know, because he just at this point you're just like, okay, he said that you can go murder the vice president because he didn't rig the election for you. Okay, I mean, I guess that's something you'd say. Like that that didn't register as weird to me, even though it should have. Yeah, and it doesn't um, help that like the more. Public, public appearances and problems with Biden comes out that people are like, see, we were right. Like, I, I know. I, I don't know. I It's just, yeah, I don't want to go too far down that rabbit hole. I mean, I like, don't know anything about politics, so I only know... I, it's just like, you know, like, there's a certain level of kind of absurdity that is just inherently in people like that. And that's why I think they were like, that my Kanye liked him. Yeah, yeah. Because they were very similar in that way. I mean, um, I'm going to be honest here. There's a certain level of insanity for for any concept of a president to me. I think I I don't I don't know. I don't like government. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. 
that's a, that's a larger conversation but like yeah I, I just think it's hilarious how um and da- and it's dangerous it's kind of weird you know mm-hmm. it's just interesting how the same mentality and the same philosophy and belief system can be um you know progressive and beneficial for society in one specific context but in another context it's the most dangerous thing in the world so it's like it's really bizarre can be that malleable yeah um i don't know i'm exhausted yeah (laughs) you know i i i feel so crazy i i I said this to my i said this to my boss recently Uh not my you know my my aunt oh i was like which one (laughs) Yeah, I know. Yeah, the one that I'm, you know, I'm related to. Um, and that was like, so much is happening on like a personal, social, and like global level. Mm-hmm. That I feel crazy. Like, <laughs> COVID's still going on. There's still a war in Ukraine. Yeah. I've totally forgot about that. Uh, you know, like, my aunt, everything happened with my aunt, everything happening that's in like a positive direction, all this shit. Like, yeah. there's just so much shit. I'm kind of just trying to um stay a little bit present. <laughs> oh, yeah. I need to I need to get uh better at meditating again because I'm not as good as I was. Um because it's so easy to get kind of like hooked into a speedboat and just kind of like dragged across the water. Mm-hmm. Which is how I feel at the moment. <laughs> it's like you had your you had your uh your little fucking skis on but you like fucking immediately face planted and it kept going. Yeah, and I don't, I don't know. I, like, it's weird. Um, and I talked about this last time I got a job, which I think we had the podcast at the time. Did I have the podcast at the time? Yeah, yeah. Were we were we recording? I don't remember. Yeah, I, but we were. Um, it's weird that everything happens all at once, as the movie says. Yeah, I've never seen it yet. I haven't seen it. I gotta see that. You haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. I just I saw it for the fourth time. time, like two days. I know ago. it's a. I know it's a must-watch. Anyway. Is it on something now? Uh, no, no. Wait, maybe, maybe it might be. Okay, if it is, then that's a nice, a nice thing. Uh, no, it's not. Oh, wait, uh, okay. No, it's it's you have you can rent it on Prime. That's about it. Okay, I'll rent it. Um, I don't care about that. It's I mean, it's bucks. cheaper than going to the theater. Yeah. Yeah. And I would definitely watch that with you. It's so good. Awesome. But yeah, it's, I don't know the plot of that movie too well. Obviously, I've been really good about not spoiling it for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, man, it's weird. Um, life's strange. And hey, we've always talked about how this podcast is really not for other people. It's really just a time capsule for ourselves. Yeah. And um, so, so, so fuck you. Exactly. Listening. I don't give a fuck. This isn't for you. Um, but... I don't know. I kind of like, you know, every so often during the podcast to kind of timestamp something and be like, hey, man, this is how you're feeling right now. Because, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you're 24 years old and it's life's weird right now. So yeah. it's nice to have a little bit of it's nice to be an archivist because um, um, that's a big part of my time. It reminds me of the whole and I probably might have mentioned this already, but like this whole thing with like uh, Pendulette, uh having a notebook that he writes in every single day, he'll wake up in the morning and he writes what he did the previous day. Uh, right. And like recount what all that whole day was in the morning. That's like the first thing he does. And he does that every single, or almost every single day, I would assume maybe missing a few. Uh, yeah. And while this is that on like a lower scale, cause it's not every day, but it still surmises a week, a two week span of time for us, which is like really cool. Like, not like I ever really listened back to them because I hate hearing my voice on recording. Um, but... I used to, but I feel like I feel like I've gotten used to it. Yeah, and it's really helped me with my personal image. I think really, I feel like How I should. I... Then it's my personal confidence because I feel like it's nice to kind of live in that and be like, "Oh, this is how I'm projecting myself to people." True. Um, Very true. I think it's. I think it's nice. I don't know. Because it took some work to be like, ooh, ooh. And, like, not critique and just be like, this is someone else talking, almost. Yeah, yeah. Um, Which is cool. And, like, I edit I would, all I would the time every day. So I edit it every week. So I'm like, you know, I hear it. 
And I just, uh, it's weird. It's still weird for me to hear my voice on recording. Yeah. It doesn't. Um, Mike, do you have anything you wanted to add here? Um, anything on your mind? I saw, I saw uh, Thor Love and Thunder yesterday. Yeah. Um, I highly recommend it. I, I heard a lot of people outside the theater who were not happy about the movie, which I, I found so surprising. I heard a lot of people aren't happy with it. That's so weird to me um, because I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. I thought it was the very natural progression of where that character was going. And um, I thought Christian Bale was unbelievable as a villain. I didn't know he was I'm sorry, I th- he's the main. Yeah, he's the main villain. Or didn't know that. But like, it's such a, um, there is like fighting, you know, like there's a lot of like just classic Thor punching and stuff. I guess it's because it's like, he's the emotionally stunted hulking dude. Yeah. Yeah. And I think a lot of the, and he's the oldest probably real, real. Yeah. Well, I think a lot of the like real life people who like try to connect with people in these movies which everyone does, but like the anyone who identifies with Thor is kind of like, oh yeah, I'm just kind of like the big buff boy, yeah, uh, whatever. And I don't have emotions, and I don't let them bother me. <laughs> I'm just a big buff I, I think, boy in this world. Yeah, I mean, like it really, it's like he's really vulnerable in this movie, which I found amazing. I thought that was just you know a necessary component, but I don't know if people had problems with it for other reasons, but. Some boys just want to see, like, Thor just fuck shit up. Which I'm like, okay. He fights in this movie. It's not like it doesn't fight. Um, I don't know. I thought it was great. And made total sense. And it was very much like a anti... <laughs> um, I don't know. It was very anti-government. <laughs> okay, okay. Because the whole thing is like the system of gods that controls lower level beings like us mm-hmm. is inherently corrupt us lower and i was species. like okay. i was like okay i mean that's if that's not a one-to-one <laughs> of like you know rich and powerful people over here versus you know poor people like christian bell's character who's suffering mm-hmm. um i don't know i thought it was like such a clear clearly good movie <laughs> okay. I, I, I guess I because it's, it. it might be it might be challenging, I guess, for people who weren't expecting that kind of emotion. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. People might have their thoughts about it. And it's not perfect. It's a Marvel movie. But, like, to get a level, any level of emotion out of me from a Marvel movie that isn't, like, wow, that's cool is great. I'm actually kind of shocked that it did get that out of you. Because, I mean, again, I can only go based off of the trailers that I see, but it seems... I understand that there's going to be probably more uh, emotional things within there in terms of his position in his world. Uh, but for the most part, it just seemed comedy based and very. Which it is, but that's, you know, I don't know. Some of the most emotional movies I've watched are that. Yeah. Because I think. When Harry met Sally. I cry every time. Every time. Yeah, I don't know. And I thought. Natalie Portman as like what she did with this version of the characters, um, very true to what the point of that character was, mm-hmm. and I loved it. I thought it was great. But people don't like. I mean, I don't know. I don't want to spoil anything. Okay. But people well, inherently don't like anything negative, even if it's teaching them a positive lesson. Yeah, yeah. And I think. Um, that's a huge reason why this movie is not being received well. But I think it was from a place of like, with what I'm personally going through, mm-hmm. that could be my bias. Okay, yeah. <laughs> and you'll figure that out in the first five minutes of the movie. But, well, then I think um, in that case, I might have to go see it at a matinee because I don't want, I don't know if I want to pay full price for it, but I definitely want to go. I don't know. Matinee. I recommend it. I don't know why people don't like it, but. We'll see. I, I, it's just my thing. I also will completely, utterly, always deny, will never agree to, and uh, will look down on uh, most people who go to see this, uh, the Minions movie. I'm not doing it. I hate it. I don't. 
I, mean, I don't have TikTok. I, I don't really understand don't, where this meme came from. I was just told about this when it, like, I didn't, I forgot, I didn't even remember, like, wasn't even keeping track of when the movie came out because I simply just don't care. And my coworker comes up and he's like, oh, you're going to see the Minions movie? I'm like, no. I'm like, no, why? Why would I and see And he's like, oh, okay. I'm like, well, you know, like the whole trend going around, I'm like, no, I don't have TikTok. I don't have whatever. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. I was like, oh, well, like all these guys are like going in with like suits and then they're like moshing in the theater. I'm like, why? Like, what does that mean? Like, that's funny, but that's not a reason to go see the movie. Also, I don't, like, I don't want to be involved with that anyway. It's all going to be like fucking 17 year olds in suits from yeah, their prom going into a theater and then like messing around like they're eight. And I'm like, dude, yeah. I just want to sit in a theater and watch a movie. And if I actually did want to see that movie and, like, this wasn't even – like, this is a two-parter. I don't want to be involved with that, and I also don't want to watch the movie. If I did want to yeah. watch the movie, I would wait, like, till the last week that it's in theaters where it's already died down. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's but it, This is one of the first, um, like, true big societal memes in America that I'm – had no um i didn't see coming at all like i had no clues to it coming to fruition it's now so on like, a platform that we don't use that's why exactly that's crazy yeah. No, exactly yeah so i feel it's one of the first times i feel like truly disconnected with the current culture in a very positive way <laughs> i'm so happy couldn't be happier I, I don't care i feel kind of it feels kind of nice to not have to deal with that anymore yeah but and uh, Mike, uh, we're kind of running out on time here. I gotta leave in like half an hour to work. Yeah, I gotta go. I gotta get I'm out of here. Brooklyn. I gotta get out of here. Last well, um, if if you do end up seeing Thor: Love and Thunder, there's a certain level of uh, necessary things you're gonna need. And one of those beds. Am I gonna need condoms? No, you're gonna need rubber gloves. Oh, okay. You're gonna need rubber gloves, and you will know exactly why. For the amount of cum uh, when, you, <laughs> when you see the movie, you're gonna know why you're gonna need rubber gloves. Oh, okay. But uh, it's for the same ready. purpose of condoms. I'll get my it's rubber for the gloves. Same ready. Yeah. No Enjoy. condoms today, just rubber gloves. Everyone, remember, <laughs> we're all having a great time, and uh, good luck to you. Okay, everyone, have fun. Goodbye. I'm out of here. <laughs>